Welcome to Pencil Leadership. I'm Chris Anderson, success and lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to help you realize your full potential so you can leave a positive mark on the world. So if you're ready, take out your pencils and let's begin. And if you want to make a difference in the lives of others, share this episode, go over to Apple Podcasts and follow us there to leave a positive rating and review. And together we can leave a bigger positive mark on the world. Hey, welcome back to another recording of Pencil Leadership. I am Chris Anderson, the host of the show. And like always, I say this every time and it still is true today. We have some amazing guests come on the show and we're super blessed for that and what they provide uh, through their actual items, through their tips, tricks, guidance, direction, just to help us level up personally and professionally so we can leave our positive mark in the world. Today is no different. Uh, today we have Shelly Mache on the show today and she is your purpose uh, I'm sorry, she's your purpose, success, and confidence coach, and that's what we're going to talk about, how to find success in your purpose and build that confidence around just your normal lives or if you're starting a business. So super excited to dive into this. Shelly, welcome to Pencil Leadership. Thank you so much. It is such an honor to be here. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, glad to have you. I would like to just kind of start uh, high level who you are, what you do for those who might not know. Absolutely. Again, my name is Shelly Mache, and I'm a certified life purpose and confidence coach, as well as an international empowerment speaker. And so I absolutely have a passion for women. I love women, and I help successful, busy women gain life clarity and really hone into any type of inner voice that they may have so that they can be able to live the life of their dreams and the life that's been purposed for them. And so that is what I do, and that is what I love. I believe we are all created with a destiny. We're all created with a purpose. We're all created with gifts and talents. And it's just about us being able to tap into those things and have the confidence to really pursue those things. And when we're able to do that, we live such a more fulfilling life. That is my belief. Absolutely. And a lot of what you're doing, it resonates with pencil leadership and what we're about. And so ladies, if you're listening, listen in a little bit more intently, uh, cause Shelly's going to be speaking right to you, men, you can still take something from this for sure. Uh, things are still going to be plausible for you to use and implement into your lives. Uh, just about leaning into that purpose, uh, mm -hmm. with confidence. So excited to dive into that. Shelly, you know, why do we see so many people, you know, not know their purpose and not be living into it like they could be? You know, that is really a great question. I think the first thing that that really hinders us in knowing our purpose is we get passion and hobbies a little intertwined a little mm. bit. Okay. And so when we don't know the difference between having a hobby, having a passion and understanding that hobbies or passions can lead to purpose it can get a little complex for us. It gets a little confusing. So it's like, well, is a hobby a purpose or not? Well, is a hobby my passion? What does the passion do? So it becomes a little frustrating sometimes. And we back off and we like, you know what? I like corn nuts. And that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So how do we, how can we like start navigating that? How can we tell the difference in like what's actually our purpose and passion Absolutely. or what's not? Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that you want to do is you want to, again, try to figure out is something that I like, is this particular activity a simple hobby, mm -hmm. just something that I enjoy, something that's only beneficial for me. Mm -hmm. The only satisfaction is in what I get from it, whether it's release from tension, whether it's excitement, whether it's um, the calm that comes from it. What is it that you get from it? And it does not benefit anybody else. Mm, so that's, that's how you're able to first begin to separate 
What's the hobby versus what am I passionate about? So when we become passionate about things and the reason why I say the hobby can be the passion is because if I enjoy cooking, you know, which is an easy example and cooking is for me and it releases stress. But I have a deeper desire that I want to see others fulfilled Mm -hmm. by the cooking. Now that hobby leans over into a passion, which could direct me into purpose. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So it's kind of like, so for me, I love being outside. I love, you know, the quote unquote hobby farm and we have chickens and pigs and uh, things of that nature, but mm-hmm. that's, it's hobby. It's, I enjoy it. I get out there, I, you know, I get rid of stress. I get to just tend to the animals yes. and be out there and, and I enjoy that. So it, it's not necessarily a passion for me, but with that, I'm curious, can we have a hobby like that, that eventually turns into a passion mm-hmm. down the road without us really meaning for it too. Absolutely. Because a lot of times our hobbies can intertwine with Mm. the passion and where we get mixed up is we don't understand that out of, you know, 10 dozen activities, all of them don't have to be passionate. Yeah. You can just enjoy the activity, but Mm -hmm. then we also have to get I can have more than one passion. So I think a lot of times we can stick up. Well, you know, if that's the passion, that's, that's it. You know, I can't do anything else. And that's just not true. And so even taking the fact of that you have, you know, animals and chicken and and pigs and all that, and that's your serenity, it can absolutely turn into a passion because you can end up saying, I am so involved in these animals that I just figured out. I have a passion for veganism. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The the hobby and what you enjoyed is still yours. But what it did is it sparked a passion. The care that you have for the animals sparked a passion in veganism. Mm. And now my desire is to learn more about that and help others do it too. Gotcha. No, that makes complete sense. And I think there's always an inkling of, you know, our passion in, in our hobbies for some way, kind of like what you're saying there, how mm-hmm. veganism could have been uh, – helping other people with that. So I, cause it goes back to who we are, you know, and our purpose Absolutely. and how we're created. And I think we can see that. Like I, I like being with in animals and nature because the release mindset aspect of things. So like, I like helping, you know, men break through those mental blocks and, and yes. de-stress and things like that. And that's kind of what stems from me realizing where my de-stressors come from. Exactly. So now I end up having a passion for helping mm-hmm. other people experience what I did, which is that de-stressing. And yep. now in that passion, I can actually turn it um, into purpose because now it's purpose purposeful, not just for now, but for later for legacy, for changing lives. So that's where we hit the purpose. The passion is I have a desire for you to understand. The purpose is now I'm going to use that passion to change lives. Yep, absolutely. And I think it's just, and there's, I love it because there is so much room in people's lives that they don't even realize that they have the potential to get to to make a difference. Absolutely. And I, so I love what you're doing with women helping that. So how can people start almost breaking through, you know, that, that cocoon or, you know, that those walls that are up to start living more into this purpose with their passions? I think the first thing for many people, especially for, for um, clients that I work with, one of the things that I love to ask my clients is, you know, tell me about yourself. Mm. Seems like a very simple question. <laughs> right. 
But what happens, and a lot of times it it, ha- it happens in us as, as women, and I'm sure you men can relate too. Mm-hmm. But what happens is a lot of times when someone says, oh, tell me about yourself. The first thing that we do is we ramble the titles. Yep. You know, I work here. I do this. <laughs> right. Not, yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. So you can, you can relate to that, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, for so sure. So what we do is we go, oh, yeah, I'm a mom. You know, I have three kids. I do this, this, this. So that's like the norm a mm-hmm. lot of times. Yeah. Um. So then after my clients, you know, tell me who they are. I let them know how wonderful all of those things are. And then I say, now tell me about yourself. Yes. Yes. It's true. So this, this is the first step in us understanding us, mm-hmm. understanding purpose, being able to find confidence, because if we don't know who we are, what we like, what, you know, what things um, make us smile, what makes us happy, if we don't know any of these things, then it's going to be very difficult for us to find the confidence to step into the person that we've been created to be. So Mm -hmm. I like to start with a small journal that says, you know, hi, my name is Shelly and I am. And so I have them write that to themselves. And believe it or not, it takes a minute. You know, yeah. sometimes they come back the next week and they're like, this assignment that, <laughs> you know, that you gave me, I'm a little stumped on this. Mm-hmm. And we literally have to work through, well, let's go through some, what makes you happy? Don't make it difficult. You know, we yeah. like to think up here, okay, what what, what makes me happy? What? No. Yeah. Do you like, you know, cracking walnuts? I don't care yeah. what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I think we, and from such a young age, we get those, you know, titles put on us in, in the school system. And, you know, I have my mm-hmm. perspective on school systems. My, my wife's a teacher though. So, I mean, from both perspectives, but like you're, you're academic, you're smart, you know, you're yes. top of your class, you're an athlete, you're, you know, you're in drop, like that's kind of the title. And that kind of pr- played into my story coming out of high school. Like I was no longer on the soccer team. I was no longer in drama or choir or all this, mm-hmm. those things. And so I just had no identity. Right. Like I lost all that title. And so I had no idea what I was, you know, fell into negative things. And, and, you know, my story found really leaning into my face and things like that. And which helped me understand kind of what you're talking about. Who are you really Yes, as a person? And I think yes. we just are so used to not doing that. It's exactly. And so when you sit down and you write this journal to yourself, it is so powerful and it doesn't have to be long. It can literally be, you know, three, four sentences because you may not really understand. When I left my corporate job, um, when my children were young, I left my job to be at home because I really wanted to be, you know, be a stay-at-home mom and really be involved, you know, with the babies. But what I didn't realize is I had left my identity at the job. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting going, okay, so that was my career. Okay, now I'm changing diapers, you know, and I'm like, so why did we do this again? Because I had a career and I was still changing diapers. I was still. So what's Uh your name again? And so when I didn't have that to fall back on, I literally had to go. So tell me about yourself. Yeah. You know, who are you? And that's when I found out, wow, you know, I, I am a passionate woman. I'm a woman who likes the, the simple things in, in life. I, I love laughter. I'm loyal. I'm kind. Who are you? What are some of the principles that you stand by? What are some of the, you know, life morals that, that you have? Who yep. are you? What makes you, you? Yeah. And I think it's a fascinating exercise for people to, to have and to start with so that they begin to break down 
who they are versus who their titles are. Absolutely. And so, you know, once they kind of start realizing that, like who they are on a deeper level, how can they use that to figure out passions and maybe the next step into, you know, building a life around it, leaning into their purpose? Absolutely. So what we want to do is after you find a couple of things that you are, I'm kind, I'm passionate, I'm loving. Then what you want to do is say, I like to. Okay. So we're going to find out who we are and then Mm -hmm. we're going to say, I like to. So I like to write, you know, I like to dance. I like long bubble baths. What do you like? Mm -hmm. We're going to make a list of five to six things that you like. Don't make it complicated. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter. But we're going to make a list of those five to six things that you like. And then with the definition that, you know, that I just gave you with Mm -hmm. hobbies and passion, we're just going to lay it out. We're going to say these are six activities that I love. Now, based on how I feel about them, does it fall under hobby or does it fall under passion? And so you're going to separate those things because you're going to know my hobbies are for me. That's my sanctuary. I'm not going to give that away. We yep. need to know that for self-care reasons, Yep. that hobbies are ours and they're not to, to be shared unless yep. it's linking to purpose and passion. Mm. But the yep. fact that I like to watch mindless TV at night to, you know, like give my brain a rest, it has nothing to do with anybody else. That's activity <laughs> that I like. <laughs> right. Right. It's for me. So yep. once you lay those things out, that would be step number two. I like yeah. to. We're going to lay those things out. And after you separate those three, because here's the thing. We don't want to do more than three to five, five things because it, it really it makes our mind overloaded. Mm-hmm. So with those six things, we're not going to focus on the hobbies. We're going to focus on the passion. So you should have three things under the hobby. Maybe, you know, and three things under passion. And what we're going to do with that passion is, honey, we're going to explore, explore, explore. Yes. And what do I mean by that? Yes. Do it. Do it. Yep. Yep. Do Again, it. something we're not taught, you know, to explore or, you know, things that we explore. Enjoy, There's you know? not just one thing that you like. You're not just composed of one thing. Yeah. So you can have 15 things that you enjoy doing. Only pick three. Mm-hmm. And then explore them. And what you're going to do after that is you're going to rate it. Did mm. I really, really love this? Do I have a connection? These are things that I teach to my client. Do I have a connection or was it just fun for me? Because yeah. you're going to find out that everything you thought was a passion isn't. And you're going to find out after you you know, finish doing some of your hobbies that it could lead to something else. But we're going to focus on the passion because those are the things that you feel like you're already there with. Yeah. So explore number three, explore, explore, explore. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, again, going back to growing up, we don't, we aren't taught to really explore or try new things a whole lot. It's, you know, what's your career going to be? What are you going to do? Exactly. And, we go to and college we get locked and, into that mindset, yeah. right? Yep. yep. Right. Mm-hmm. That you have to go to school and, you know, teachers don't come after me. I advocate no, I, for education, <laughs> yep. but the way we, we set it up is, you know, you're, you're going to go to school, you're going to go to college, you're going to get this great job, you're going to work for 40 years, you're going to do this. We don't leave room for exploration. Right. We don't leave room for bumping our heads. Yeah. We don't leave room for discovering self. We leave no room for that. We give everyone the same map. And if they go outside and we go, what's wrong with you? Exactly. No, we need to have have the ability to explore, to enjoy, to investigate. 
Mm -hmm. There's so much. Your life is a journey. It's yeah. a journey and it's never going to be over until it's over. Right. So we need to get in the habit of taking the scenic route of our lives and enjoying that. Mm -hmm. Enjoy that you didn't enjoy something. Yeah. So if you thought you were going to like skydiving, skydive. Yeah. When you find out that, you know, you finished and you have peed on yourself and you don't want to do it again. <laughs> don't. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. Because you're never going to know. That could be. Your, right. You could love skydiving and that could turn into a passion where you want other people to experience it. could turn into a business. could turn. It could. Yes. Know. Yes. Yeah. That, because think, a lot of times, as you just said, because you just talked about things linking mm -hmm. to business, a lot of times what people don't get is purpose is also tied up in business. Mm -hmm. That's your way of letting out that purpose. So yeah. absolutely. You find out, hey, I love skydiving. I want other people to experience it. That's the passion. Yeah. Now I want to change people's trajectory. That's the purpose. How do I execute that purpose? A skydiving business where yeah. I teach you and da, 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 da. So, Yes. Yeah, the connecting is there. It's just about us knowing where and how to start and separate those things. For sure. Absolutely. You know, and I, I know that it can be scary and, and difficult to do that. So, you know, how do you guide people through those kind of fears and, and difficulties when they like, oh, OK, I like this is who I am. This is what I like to do. Mm -hmm. But now I need to try. OK, I've tried some things, but how am I supposed to now? connect it all like I'm, I'm fearful like what if i fail you know all those things yes. that run through people's heads yes that is the big thing what if i fail and that mm -hmm. is a question that i've been asked before and mm -hmm. so again when i'm working with clients i have been asked okay so shelly what if i do it and i fail and so my question to them is what if yeah that's the question yeah. what if yeah what if you fail and it puts it back on you for you being able to understand that you're in control of that part of your life. If we can look at all of the what ifs and see what happens and see that on the other side, if there's more on the other side than it is on this side, it pushes our confidence to take one step. I don't encourage my clients to take three and four steps at a time. Take yeah. one, yeah. one step. So for me, I'm an author and I wrote my first book. I want to, I want to say in 2016, I could be lying, but it sounds good. <laughs> and, um, but I had a, a fear of, you know, huge imposter syndrome and, you know, well, what are people going to say? Well, what if no one buys it? And so I went through this entire thing of, I'm not going to do it. And my family is like, I thought you said you wrote a book. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's over there. And they're like, well, you know, if it don't go nowhere, you know, what are we going right. to do? But I literally had to sit down and go through every single fear. Okay, Shelly, what if they don't buy it? And then I made my list. This happens if they don't buy it. So at the end of the day, my, my fear was rejection. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I had to say, what if I'm rejected? And my outcome to that was, well, if no one buys the book, if people talk bad about me, if the book is rejected, if I have negative reviews, the one thing you'll never be able to take from me is that I am a self-published author. I did that. Yep. I published my own work. I wrote a book and you can talk about it all day long, but you'll never be able to take that experience or that journey from me. I right. am a best-selling author yeah. and there's nothing, you know, that any of that is going to take away. Sure. So that's one of the things, again, that we work through you being able to say, okay, what if Yeah. now give me those, what ifs, 
Now tell me the greatest outcome that you'll get. And mm-hmm. if that one outcome, which for me was, I'm going to be an author no matter what. Yeah. And so that one outcome trumped the what ifs. What mm-hmm. is your one outcome that trumps? And so what we're going to do with that one outcome is we're going to start what what uh, what I call we're going to start the the one process, the say mm-hmm. one process. That one thing that trumps everything, that is what you're going to speak to yourself every single day to start building that confidence to walk in that passion. Mm, that's so good. That's so good because, yeah, you have to weigh in, you know. A lot of times the outcome outweighs the risk, in my opinion. You know, when I, mm-hmm. my kind of litmus, litmus test on things, and I don't do it every time. I'm not perfect, and that's not what I'm saying. But when I get to a situation and, you know, I have to do X or Y, and Y is the comfortable, you know, easy, continuous thing that I'm, I'm, I know mm-hmm. will be good. Or there's <laughs> X, and X is difficult and scary. And, yep. you know, I, I, I'm like, okay should I do X? And in the back of my mind, I, you know, I always get the little voice to say, well, you know, it's gonna be really hard. And, you know, it, it, you know, it might not turn out the best, but you know, it could, uh, maybe, I don't know. So that's the one I always end up choosing. Kind of like, well, I must need to do it. If that's the thing that's going to make me grow or, you know, push. Let let me, let me try it and see. Yeah. Let me go ahead and give it a shot and we'll see what happens. And so far, I mean, it's, it's, it's all worked out. <laughs> it hasn't been the easiest thing and it's not been the simplest and probably not the smartest if, depending on who you <laughs> ask, but, um, it all, it all worked out for the better. And, you know, I think that's kind of how I use, I guess, the judgment mm-hmm. of, should I do this or not? Uh, mm-hmm. of course, unless it's, you know, life threatening, I'm not going to do right. it. <laughs> right. Disclaimer. Don't do anything as life threatening. disclaimers here. Like yeah. But like when I went to counseling for the first time, that was one of the huge ones. You know, I had the little devil on my shoulder going, yeah, it's too hard. You know, you got to put your pride down and open up and you don't open up and blah, blah, blah. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be hard, but maybe that's what you should do. And so I was like, yeah, it's a hard thing. I got to do it. And it's it was a hard great. Thing. And a lot of times change, growth, those mm-hmm. things are difficult, but yeah. it's the stretching. It's the stretching that actually helps us move into the next place, mm-hmm. the next level, you know, that we're supposed to be in. So yeah, it's, it's hard. And yeah. then the question becomes, do you want it or not? Mm-hmm. And yep. that's, that's pretty much the, the end of it. We have two choices, give in to fear or conquer. There's really, there's no middle ground yeah. on that is give in or move, give in mm-hmm. or move, stay or go stay, you know? Yeah. So we have to decide these are the tools that I'm going to use so that I can move. We have to understand there's nothing wrong with us sitting back and going, oh, my gosh, this is out of my comfort zone. Oh, my gosh, this is strange. You know, I, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. That's called human. That's mm-hmm. called human nature. Never yeah. feel bad for having fear. Oh, never. It's yeah. Human. Mm-hmm. What we need to do now that we know the fear is there, we need to say, what's the choice? Yep. Practice the tools or stay in comfort. And those are our choices. And whichever way you choose, you will reap those benefits or, you know, I hate to use consequences, but whatever (laughs) it is, you know, whatever it is, you'll reap from whichever choice that you make. Absolutely. And it's, that's spot on too. And this whole process that you've just laid out of how to, to get into your purpose and passion through this all, uh, so much good actual items that people can take away from this. And, and I really appreciate that. And, you know, we are kind of coming close to the end of, of today's 
time together, but it's been great. A lot just packed yes. into this that people can take away. But I'm curious your question or your answer to this question that I mm -hmm. asked my guests is the fifth trait of pencil leadership is that everyone is unique and has a purpose to leave a positive mark in the world. And so when everything is said and done for you here, Shelly, what do you hope your positive mark is? Oh, there's so much, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I think what I really want to leave, because I think about my, my children and my legacy and, you know, my children's children, all of that. And I think what I really want to leave is a legacy of love and a legacy of, um, of faith. I am, I'm a believer in Christ. I, I love Christ and I want to leave the love family. Mm. At yeah. the end of the day, for me personally, material things, poof, means nothing. It's who I am and the love that I give that's going to stick around when I'm gone. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm tracking with you on that for sure. So such a good mission to be on. And, and I'm glad we got connected. Glad you've been on the show. Where can people find you, connect with you to, to learn more about what you do? Yes, you can connect with me on my website, which is ShellyMache.com. And that's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. M E C H E T T E. It's a lot of E's. A lot of there. E's in there. <laughs> can I get a Can I get a vowel, please? <laughs> right. right <now. laughs> so you can connect with me there. Um, you can also download my free guide, which is five powerful ways to discover your purpose, and that's at shellymache.com/slash freebie. Guys, I do have guys on my my email list, but I just do. I like to put my disclaimer out that you will see that is geared towards the women, sure. but I have several men who actually love those, um, those tips on there and we yeah. can always connect on social media. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook at my name, Shelly Mache. I like to keep it simple. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep it simple for sure. So no, Shelly, we appreciate you sharing and being on today. Uh, so yeah, thank you again for being on Pencil thank Leadership. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks so much for tuning into this episode today. If you found value at all from this episode, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps us get this show, these messages out in front of more people. And don't forget to share this with someone who you think could benefit from listening to as well. Now let's go out and be Pencil Leaders.